Blog Talk Radio. We will, we will rock you. Sing it. We will, we will rock you. Everybody. We will, we will rock you. We will, we will rock you. All right. Urban Jungles Radio, Urban Jungles Radio. Urban Jungles Radio, Urban Jungles Radio. It's the world famous Urban Jungles Radio. With your host, Danny Mendez and NDV. Urban Jungles Radio, Urban Jungles Radio. 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 Tiger 
following broadcast may contain mature subject matter and extreme awesomeness. Listen at your own risk. Attention, jungle junkies and new listeners worldwide. It's time for the world famous Urban Jungles Radio. The Urban Jungles Radio Show with your host, Danny Mendez, the Beastmaster, and Andy Lee. Prepare to enter a new stream of consciousness, higher level of awareness, and an overabundance of awesomeness. Streaming live at the speed of light from the worldwide interweb, straight to your brain's core. It's the world famous Urban Jungles Radio. Thank you, thank you. I'd like to, uh, I'd like to thank our, um, our in studio audience. <laughs> nice to have an audience. It is. It is. It's nice. Thank you all for coming out tonight. I yeah, appreciate thank it. You for joining. <laughs> thank you. And thank you, our jungle junkies, for joining us this evening. I'm glad you guys are here with us. We have a spectacular show in store for you, Andy. I know I, for one, am extremely excited this evening. For we have the one and only um, Bram Malerva coming back on the show. And uh, I know it's been a while since yes. uh, we've had him here on the show, and, and it's, it's a it's a pretty spectacular thing. So he was very uh, very enthusiastic and inspirational gentleman. Yeah, I, he is. I, I don't know if you remember Andy. Um, what do one I, thing? Yeah, yeah. Look at you. Of course, Go I remember you. It, man. Look at that. Of course, I've I've, I've uh, adopted it into my lifestyle. Have you really? Absolutely. Absolutely. You. I'm very proud of you, Andy. Thank you. Thank you. It's a fantastic, fantastic. Um, way to to make a difference in in the way of wildlife conservation, life quality, just mm-hmm. so many different venues actually, mm-hmm. or avenues, I should say. So tonight we'll be linking up across the globe with the one and only wildlife conservationist, um, explorer, motivational speaker, and all around badass. All around badass. That's right. All around badass. I'm talking about Mr. Brown Malherbo. Uh, Brahm will join us to talk about Do One Thing and uh, his newest adventures plus much, much more. And all that will be coming up shortly. And uh, yeah, Andy, that's awesome. And I'm glad you, you do do one thing. I try to do one thing. And I realize sometimes when I get overwhelmed and I want to get a lot of things done, I realize that sometimes it's better to just tread for you know a few steps mm-hmm. and, and kind of make a difference. In, in, in that way on a daily basis and, and one little tiny thing one little tiny spark makes a difference you know? absolutely absolutely and we're all you know one person but as a collective we, we actually make a difference in this world that's right yes. I've got one match and I can I can make an explosion that's all it takes man that's all it takes one match one fuse I probably should not have used that example on in the radio on the air sorry um <laughs> the government security people who are listening. Anyway, that's right. We've got Brom coming up on, on this show, and I'm, I'm very excited. I'm very excited. And um, last week, Andy, last week we were off the air in order to attend the annual Christmas Crockfest fundraiser. Ooh, that's right. Christmas Crockfest fundraiser and auction uh, took place at Croc Manor. And was hosted by the one and only Mr. Sean Hafflick, yep. um, our favorite croc sucker. 
And uh, it was a successful event, I'd say, Andy, by all absolutely. means. Absolutely, yes. you agree with me, yeah, um, the nature of which you would absolutely not believe. And we're going to recap it quickly for you um, a little bit later on in the show after we speak with Brom. But before we do that, I'd like to thank Sean Hasslick, uh for having us and, uh, of course, um, for putting for, on uh, such a phenomenal event. He always does, man. He always puts on a really great event. Um, and it raises just great amounts of, of money for insanely intense conservation mm-hmm. projects, which are right off the bat successful, which is, is really nice to see. Um, many of the other ones that they've supported and have implemented have already mm-hmm. been met with a fair amount of success. And it's nice to see that, you know, translating into these other new endeavors that they take on with all the additional funds they make. Um, and, and support that they get via CrocFest. This is just one of, I think, I believe there's like three or four now uh, CrocFest events, which basically go on to support. We, we've we been lucky, Andy, that we get to attend most of them, three of them, and, and we get to attend most of them ourselves, which is really nice, um, including uh, we did the Canadian CrocFest. Mm-hmm. And, uh, we did last year's Christmas and uh, this year's Christmas CrocFest. That's right, that's right. And, and so it was good stuff, man, good stuff. Yes. And uh, always a lot of fun. And, uh, of course, I'm sure, unfortunately, many of you have seen some of the pictures floating around on social What, unfortunately? Fortunately. You want to just own that, don't you, Andy? You own that shit. Excuse me for saying this. How come you're not, like, willing to own it at this point? You know what? I am am owning it. It's just, like, at this point, it's just, like, uh, it's, like, I I feel battered. Like, there's so many pictures, and I'm, like, oh, wow. But, you know, you're absolutely right, you know, and... Maybe it, it 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 has it, it has something to do with the, the pictures of Sean Hasslick flexing above us and stuff like that. But but still, was it uh, was it Sean or was it um, Borat that really made you uncomfortable? Borat, oh my god, I love Borat. Oh my god. Anyway, we we have uh, we we have a lot to talk about. So let's get started really yes, quick, please. shall we? <laughs> Attention, jungle junkies, jungle junkies, jungle junkies. Uh, Prepare to enter a new stream of consciousness. Next year's goal. World famous, world famous, world famous, world famous, world famous. Urban Jungles Radio, Danny Mendes. Urban Jungles Radio, Andy V. Urban Jungles Radio, The Beast Master, Andy V. The Beast Master, Andy V. The Beast Master, Andy V. The Beast Master. It's the world famous Urban Jungles Radio, Andy V. The Beast Master, Andy V. The Beast Master. It's the world famous Urban Jungles Radio. Electric Boogaloo Baby, that's right. Hey, Andy, I gotta tell you something before we get started. This is really exciting. Man. Okay. And, and we can't let this slip by the cracks because we deserve to take a moment and, and breathe for this because I uh, I want to take a moment to note that we are quickly, Andy, we are quickly coming up on our sixth anniversary. What? That's right, our sixth anniversary here at Urban Jungles Radio. Don't break the microphone because six? we're struggling financially, but we're still here. <laughs> we got duct tape, we're good. <laughs> um, that's right, um, it's a feat we, we've never thought we'd accomplish, never mind p- purposefully planned for. Um, it, it's an astounding couple hundred of episodes in, in, in the annals of history. <laughs> Absolutely. And, uh, Absolutely, man. All sorts of topics covered, and more importantly, uh, a front seat window to the, the evolution of Urban Jungles Radio, which has become quite a phenomenon, I must, phenomena, 
I must say, Manamana. Manamana. I must say because uh, we, I think it's definitely exceeded my expectations at this point. Um, it's become a big, kind of a, kind of a big deal. Monster. Kind of a big there. deal, man. Yeah, it is. It is. It's, we, it's, it's one of those monsters that has kind of like taken on its life of its own. Listen, I re- I was going over some. I hate. I really, really hate looking at our stats. Um, it's not like a thing I do because I can just sit there and like obsess over numbers if I get into oh my God, it. And yeah. So I try not to. I really don't like it. But the other day I was looking at some quick stuff, and and um, we've we've been heard by close to a million people around the world, Andy, individually, and and that's pretty fucking. Let that sink in, man. We I'm trying. We we spoke to a million people. I mean, we've we've technically we've filled a couple of stadiums worth of people who've listened to our episodes at one point or another, one topic or another, and. You know, we we've also we could probably fill another stadium with people who listen habitually to our episodes and just let that sink in. That's that's fucking crazy. But that's where we are, where Urban Jungles Radio is at this point. After six years, we were podcasting before podcasting was a thing, before it was cool. So um, would you would you go to say that people are biting off of us? You know, I, I think they, people have definitely set up a format based on our show. Okay. And it's pretty funny. Like, I listen to other shows, and it's like, you know, there's so many times I want to change our, what I do, and I'm going to, believe me, I'm going to change our format eventually in the way that show sounds a little bit. But um, you know, it's funny to, to hear the whole entire, like, okay, start off a show with music, and then start off a show, and then some people would take like a music break, and then it's like you go on, and then and then they go on and do their topic and stuff. And it's pretty funny. This is kind of like the basic, I think, format that you know, we've we've had for a long time, and more and more people have started using, and it's become kind of like the norm. So like you know, it's it's been interesting to see that happen. And just I don't know, I I wouldn't say people have copied us, but I like to say we've inspired some people to do their own thing in different ways, and I like that actually. I. I I've never taken it as a negative when people do their own thing because, like, honestly, hey, man, if you can hang and you can keep the topics coming every week and, and do it in, in an entertaining fashion, then you deserve to be out there talking and mm-hmm. people will benefit from that because people will learn from you and, you know, more power to it. So we've actually, you know, we, we enjoy a lot of other podcasts that are similar to ours and as similar as many podcasts are to our, 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 to ours, our, matey. Are to ours. You've got some scurvy. Yeah, seriously, man. I'm like all tongue-tied. As much as they are similar to ours, um, we're different. <laughs> we 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 have a, we we have a difference, and we make a difference, and I'm happy about that. So I can only be happy for everybody else out there, and I support every other podcast that you know tries, and and we always will we'll gladly do what we can to help you guys to to get up there and get going. If you've got a good one, we'll let people know for sure. But um, but six years, man. It's been a long time, Andy. It's been a strange, years, long trip man. for you and I. We've been through a hell of a lot together for Urban Jungles Radio. I, I hate to say it. I mean, I, I, who would have thought six years would we, we would last, you know? Craziness. You know, it, it is. I, it, it's hard to fathom. It, it's been such a, become such a part of our lives now. Um, you know that it's it's really fantastic to to see where it's become. So, you know, it is what it is, and um, we're happy that it's going on, and we're happy we get to share it with you, and we want to thank mm-hmm. you. So, um, I of course want to thank you guys, our loyal listeners, and and also to a degree our haters. 
<laughs> I welcome everyone. Yeah, we want to thank everybody because everybody pretty much contributes to listening to us and, and spreading the word and talking about what the things we say and do. So um, I actually appreciate it. And, and without your support, we've had no, no reason to continue on. And so this year has been our biggest and best ever without a doubt. And I can pretty much say without a, a, a smidget of, of doubt Smidge, in my mind yeah. that that we will have an even bigger year next year because there's so many wonderful things lining up for us already and for you, our jungle junkies, who will come along on the trip. So um, thank you for a great year, and we are going to have a spectacular one next year, and we look forward to having you along for the ride. Thank you. Thank you very much, Jungle Junkies. Yes, thank you. We love you guys. This is Analog from the Human Centipede 2, and you're listening to Urban Jungle Radio. Join Danny Mendez live every Friday night at 10 p.m. in his quest to bring you the very best in cold blooded entertainment. From special guest appearances to deeper debate. Join me today to Urban Jungle Radio. All right. Tonight's guest is by far one of our personal favorites here at Urban Jungles Radio since his visit with us um, last, what was it, like over a year ago, Andy? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, he made an impact for sure um, with one of his most recognizable life rules, Do One Thing, and taught us that it's not just about the adventure, but what you learn about life from your experience and how you apply that to, towards life. And mm-hmm. luckily, um, he's back with us to share more of this this evening. So let's give um, Brahm a call across the pond. He's in South Africa right now. We're going to uh, hook up via the magic of the interwebs and, and fiber optic networking, I guess you can thank as well. Um, thanks. So we can, we can talk to Brahm right now, live from South Africa. Here we go. And uh, let me do that. Let me connect to him. And of course, it's it's not going to be at all like a smooth professional transition. We're just going to dial. We are nothing but professionals. <laughs> We're just going to dial. That's right. We're going to dial professionally. Hey, along those lines, did you know that speaking of fiber optic cable networks, you know they are habitually damaged by sharks and giant isopods. Just thought you'd want to know that, Andy. I love the fact that they're damaged by giant isopods. Giant. Like that gives me so much joy. Seriously. You give me joy, Andy. Hello? Hello, Brom? Hello? Hello? Connected? Hello, Brom? Hello? Hey, Brom. All right, let's try. Damn more time. <laughs> Through the magic of the interwebs, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> our connection sucks. The <laughs> risk of live broadcasting, people, the risks of live broadcasting. My but no one does the uh, the awkwardness like we do, so okay, hold let's on. try it again. We'll try one more time. Let me get my, my non-essential gear out of here. That wouldn't have anything to do with it? <laughs> nah. Hello? Can you hear me, Danny? Bravo! Yay! We can hear you. <laughs> Woo-hoo! 
<laughs> yeah, thank you, Rob, for coming on. I'm so sorry. I know it's incredibly early on your end of the globe, but thank you so much for, for returning to the show. We are incredibly thrilled to have you. You have made a huge impact on us here at Urban Jungles Radio, and we're very, very happy to speak to you once again. Welcome. Thank you. It's great to be with you. I love your Yoda picture on your uh, Skype face. (laughs) Yes, yes, we are huge Star Wars nerds and are are very much excited about the upcoming movie and all that good stuff. So we we like to show our flair. Yes. (laughs) I am not your father. (laughs) (laughs) I wish, man. You're kind of awesome. You're damn awesome, dude. We've been following you. Um, all throughout the year and all of the amazing stuff that you've been up to, Brahm, I, I love the fact that you just are always just pushing, pushing along, doing one thing a day. Man, I got to tell you, that, that has really stuck with us. Andy and I were just discussing it. That entire concept, the entire DOT concept has, has really played with us all year round, and, mm-hmm. and we, we continue to push with that, and, and hopefully it has impacted our listeners as well. Um, can you tell us a little bit, explain to the new folk out there what Do One Thing is. Danny, Andy, great to be with you guys. For me, you know, I was just so tired of what I call the emotional impotency that is so pervasive in society, i.e. climate change, it's doom and gloom, it's such a huge thing, I can't possibly make a difference. And on my own little TV show in South Africa, I would say, our planet is just a dot in the universe. We're just dots on the planet. But if each of us do one thing for the Earth, then collectively, well, in my view, in any way, we reshape our planet's destiny. And I believe it's doable. You know, we couldn't lose, uh, sorry, we couldn't reach um, a million people, let alone a billion people 20 years ago. But now, social media, we can absolutely do that. So for me, it's about um, taking action. You know, love's a doing word, it's a verb. So it's about pulling fingers out and saying, listen, we're in this together. Let's collaborate, not compete. And let's fix this, this only finite home that we call Earth. Fantastic. Now, I, I want to, to really let our new listeners understand that you are speaking from a very unique place, especially in conservation. You are coming to us from one of the biggest conservation hotspots at the moment in South Africa, especially when it comes to the plight of rhinos mm-hmm. and, uh, of course, you know what we're seeing happening with them. Can, can you tell us a little bit about how it has impacted you personally to see these animals being destroyed on a daily basis? And then perhaps, you know, uh, not to, to throw too much at you, but um, it is truly for many people one of the most dire conservation issues out there, and it's one that I think we're losing. I just want your whole perspective on that. Danny, yes, it's, it's, look, I mean, the word is tragic. And in fact, it's an indictment, not just on South Africa, but it's indeed an indictment on humanity, where, you know, there are many, many species going literally extinct daily as we speak. But the rhino obviously stands out, not just because of its size, but because it's an iconic species. It's one of what we call, as you know, the big five. Um, We started pre-2008 with possibly 15 to 20 rhinos being poached annually, which is manageable in in a system with South Africa and its its other range states like Botswana, Mozambique, Zimbabwe, um, Zambia, and so on. But then the poaching escalated dramatically. 2008, 128 animals, then 333, 2009, 448, 668, etc. And as of now, this year, we, we're well over 1,500. 
Um, that kind of puts it around three a day, of which the bulk are in the Kruger National Park. And I think another reason why it is such a sad thing um, is that it's human greed. It's greed on the one hand and ignorance on the other. Um, the latest, I'm not sure if you're aware, the, the latest commodity, let's call it, that is made from rhino horn, contrary to what people believe, it's not so much medicinal medicine anymore. And as we know, there is no medicinal value whatsoever. It's honestly like biting a fingernail. Um, it, is, it is bangles and prebi. And I've just got new footage out of Vietnam and Laos and China where you can have a bangle based on gram weight or prebi, anything from 7,000 to 15,000 US dollars per article. Uh, wow. So the, the current, the current uh, value of rhino horn is indeed worth more than gold and platinum combined per kilogram or per pound in your case. So we, we're kind of talking here 95 to 105,000 US dollars per kilogram. So we, we're in dire states. Currently, we are not winning this war. Um, and a lot more has to be done on the ground, intelligence gathering, demand reduction programs, and even contemplating legalizing trade, because many of your listeners won't know this, you can literally farm the rhino's horn with no damage to the animal whatsoever, literally 12 to 15 times in its 40, 45 year lifespan. Wow. Do you, do you think, I mean, you, you have an amazing perspective on a lot of what is happening, especially when it comes to these wildlife travesties, especially happening, you know, right there at home for you. Um, do you, do you honestly think, is there hope? Is, is there, still a chance that we can do something for these animals that are so close to far gone? I like it that you said we. Um, I had one of your country ladies out here, Shannon Elizabeth. I think she was in American Pie a little while back. Yes, yes. And, uh, <laughs> she came out to spend some time in the Kruger National Park. And it's great to see um, so-called celebrities getting involved as well, because this is an international issue, as I mentioned. We kind of think conceptually, oh, it's in South Africa, it's out of sight, it's out of mind. Well, it's not. And one of my tasks and goals is to bring it, highlight it to the world. And as I said, not just rhino. We are losing, and I'm not sure if you're aware of this, Andy, Danny, we're looking at um, possibly the greatest mass extinction in the history, not just of human habitation on Earth, but of the planet history since we've had life. 3.4 billion years ago. We're losing, depending on the peer-reviewed papers, anywhere between 60 and 110,000 species on Earth are going extinct every single year. And that's largely due to habitat destruction, overpopulation, and again, greed and overconsumption of natural resources. It's crazy. It, it it really is crazy. But we we still do have a chance, and and it's not too late to act, especially for those of you out there who always ask what it is that you can do. This is one of those situations where you can really apply yourself to something that really at this point has no hope unless we all do something right away and and immediately immediately. Exactly that. I started a um, a small fund and um, a nonprofit organization. Um, linked to one of our large retailers out in South Africa called Woolworths. Um, and it's called the My School, My Village, My Planet concept. And I fall as Mr. My Planet under the My Planet ambassador. And I started the, the uh, 
My Planet Rhino Fund way back in May 2011. And we currently, in dollars, um, doesn't sound such a lot, in, in our currency rands, we're looking at 200,000 rands per month. Now, you'd have to divide that by about 12 at the moment, I think, because our currency is pathetic uh, compared to the dollar. Um, which is why it's so fantastically easy for anyone in your country to contribute because it's not a lot of money. But that money, 200,000 rands a month, goes a huge way to saving rhinos. The money is dispersed to best practices in rhino conservation, um, literally boots on the ground, um, night vision, binoculars, weapons, training, huge important uh, point that training skills, so vital to conservation of, of our parks, um, biodiversity. Um, and then again, education campaigns in Asia. I, you know, I've met with Jackie Chan in the past. Uh, he's launched an ad campaign for an organization called Wild Aid. So there's so much people can do, and even awareness. People can visit my website. Um, we're putting up regular blogs and so on. But again, coming to this dot point, we can all do one thing. And I think for me, it's the collective. You don't have to do crazy things like I've done. You can just do your little bit for conservation. Find a worthy cause that resonates with your heart and get involved. For me, the only real sin, the only real wrongdoing, if you like, is to sit back and do nothing. Yes, absolutely. That is the worst thing you can do, especially if you sit there contemplating. Don't think. Just do it. Just just run out there and do it. Yep. We're not asking to, to join Brown out there in, in, in the Arctic. We're asking you for just, just one, one day, one thing. Every one, day. One thing. That's all it takes. Just one. <laughs> Brom, you obviously have been all over the place and are continuing to be all over the place. But I understand that um, all of us here in the New York City area um, are going to be in store for a special treat. We're going to be able to watch you locally on an upcoming show. That's correct. It's uh, with Linda Swain on Tapping In. That's uh-huh. coming up shortly to be aired, I think, just over Christmas um, in New York City. Well, oh. Holiday. Very cool. What do you, can you tell us a little bit what it's about? Yeah, sure. She, Linda contacted me some time back, and uh, her whole thing about tapping in is finding good news stories, and she joined me visiting a rhino calf orphanage. So these are the survivors, saving the survivors. So all too often we'll find rhino calves wander out of the bush. Um, the mother dead, obviously. We found the carcass, sometimes not even finding the carcass. And you find these little ones, and they're cute. I mean, they're literally the size of a sheep. Mm, and gosh. they feel us. They just come up to you and they make this cute little sound. It goes, like <laughs> a crying little baby. Um, and it just brings tears. So I took Linda to an orphanage and I got her really up close and personal uh, feeding. It's called Care for Wild Africa. People can Google that, Care for Wild Africa. And they've currently got 25 rhino calves. Um, and it costs a lot of money. It costs about 10,000 rands a day. Divide that again by 12. Um, to look after one rhino. A lot of people go out there and they volunteer. And I had Linda feeding the rhinos, um, part of their feeding regime. They've got to be fed regularly. Um, they bond quite closely with humans. Um, and that's, that's what that story is, is, is really about, her and, and her husband landing there and just getting really up close and personal. And she was in tears, actually. Um, and a wonderful lady, I must say. I'm looking forward to seeing that show. Well, I'm so glad that someone as passionate as yourself got to show her and, and was the ambassador for that situation because it's so important to get that message out there. And you know, and, and this is what the general public, as much as I hate to say it, 
um, this is what the general public will respond to because of the you know the the baby and and the tragic stories behind these cute baby rhinos. But um, it, people need to know it because although you know it is they are the cute baby rhinos, they still need as much help as anybody else out there because it's it's really just horrendous what they're going. So I'm real I'm I'm so happy you got the chance to to show them firsthand you know, what has been happening and what these animals will be facing for the future, especially because there's a lot of work, as you mentioned, not only on a, on, on a daily basis with costs, but in, in the way of working itself for raising these animals and a lot of effort. And we need to make sure that they're going to thrive going forward, especially. Very much so. And, and as again, I said, it's a symbol of a much bigger problem, you know, greed on the one hand and ignorance on the other. And uh, for me, we're a global community. You know, I was in the States last year, uh, this year, earlier this year, actually. And it's, it's amazing how people, so many people don't know what is actually happening. Africa seems like such a faraway place, and it really isn't. We're all connected. I'm talking to you right now in a rainy morning, actually, here in Cape Town, South Africa, which, and, and we really need the rain. We're suffering a, the worst drought in 80 years. Mm-hmm. And as I understand it, um, L.A., California, is suffering the worst drought in 1,000 years. So again, there's that connection. We're all in it together, and we all need to fix the problem together. We do, and you are going to great lengths all over the globe um, to show to people exactly what it is that they need to start looking at and bringing attention to certain things. Like, for instance, I know that um, a couple of years ago in 2011, you made an amazing journey um, all the way to the Arctic, and then now you are doing it all over again with, from what I understand, is the Cape to Rio row. Can you tell us a little bit about this? Yeah, yeah. The, the, the Antarctic race was to the South Pole. Basically, that was to highlight climate change, and we made a movie on that. In my view, and I've studied it for 16 years, it is singularly one of the most pressing issues facing not just our survival, Danny, um, but the survival of all species on Earth. Um, we global warming is an absolute reality. I mean, we've got Barack Obama acknowledging that now and saying we really need to act and act fast. We're currently doing the climate change summit in Paris. Um, so what's wonderful is we're developing an app right here in South Africa. It's going to be launched free to anyone in the world in about July, August of next year, 2016. And the DOT app has four categories, which are probably the most pressing issues facing survival of the earth and that is waste water conservation and by conservation i mean animal welfare uh, monoculture systems that are decimating species for one crop for one species i.e humans um, education and energy those are the and change your thinking education so that app is launched in about july august next year hopefully you'll be able to put it out on your show um, and when at the end of that year, so we're looking at the 26th of December 2016, one of the toughest yacht races in the world is taking place. That is, as you correctly said, from Cape Town to Rio de Janeiro in Brazil. Um, and Pete Van Ketz, my friend who, is, uh, who did the South Pole race with me, we're rowing it. So no boats oh. with sails, um, non-motorized, completely unassisted. Um, it's a, you'll have to translate the story into miles. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's 6,700 kilometers, um, and that is approximately going to take three months, rowing day and night. I row for two hours. He sleeps in the bow of the vessel. Uh, it's a big carbon fiber vessel. He rows. The rower is in under the elements. You're not under cover at all. 
Uh, so we row for two hours, sleep for two hours, row for two hours, sleep for two hours. And we do that 24 hours a day. Wow. So through the day, the night, through the storms. But the fantastic and, and I believe really exciting thing is that anyone can follow us real time from that app. You'll even get every 24 hours if we're not in a storm real close up with a satellite. We've spoken to a technology company oh and they'll be able to take real life pictures of us wherever we are on that ocean, that big huge ocean. <laughs> Um, and you join us by doing a dot. So you're on the app, you've done a dot, and a dot can be something as simple as taking a selfie, shaving if you're a guy in the morning with the tap switched off, not running. Um, if you're a lady or a guy, brushing your teeth with the tap switched off. So it is trying to get one and a half million dots during that row. Because we've calculated we're going to do at least one and a half million strokes of those oars. And we're saying, when we get to Rio, we have not succeeded, Pete and I, if we make it to Rio. What does that mean? World first, so what? Pat on the back means for nothing. But if we reach Rio and people around the world have matched us by doing one thing for every stroke we take, that's a tipping point. That's a start of fixing the mess we've made. Wow. Amazing. I mean, I, I'm sorry. I'm still stuck on the entire logistics of rowing from Cape Town to Rio. Yeah, that is just unbelievable. I mean, uh, have you? Is that the farthest that you, distance that you would have rowed? Absolutely. And um, Peter's rowed the Woodvale Atlantic Rowing Race. That was from the Canary Islands um, to Antigua. And um, that is a distance of 5,000 kilometers. And he did that solo in 76 days. Oh and he also rode for two hours, slept for two hours, rode for two hours, slept for two hours. When going to your, the, the technology behind it, um, when I say unassisted, um, you have a parachute anchor, which goes out off the bow, the front of the vessel. And that keeps the nose into the swells because you can have these 30 meter swells, even 40 meters. Wow. That, are break, that are breaking waves at the top and, and come pummeling down on you. So you've got to be, it's very technical. You've got to hold it into the wind, I mean, into the swells all the time or the waves. Um, and then we've got solar panels and desalination plants. So we're totally unassisted. Um, we carry everything that we need to survive on that vessel. Are you prepared to eat seagulls and such if it becomes necessary? Uh, absolutely not. <laughs> we literally are going to do this from a vegan point of view, we're not even, wow. eat, we're not even going to eat fish. Um, no and it's, it's, it's doable. You know, the South Pole race, it was dehydrated food, specially prepared, and literally weighed to the ground. Wow. Unbelievable. Go you, Brown. That's, that's, that's really impressive to make it all the way over into vegan. And I really love this entire concept with the app. Um, that's it's quite phenomenal. I love the fact that we'll be able to follow you in real time. If, if if I can make a suggestion, you should have a two-way radio on it so that we can harass you. We can we can. We, like, we, that's a cool one. We're gonna do that. <laughs> we, we're gonna have real live comms with the world um, through satellite phones, satellite technology. Um, as I said, from following us real time, you're gonna be able to watch those little dots connecting across the ocean, connecting two continents. And, and that's going to be awesome. We're going to have a lot of people in Brazil um, rooting for us. And we're hoping we're going to get the whole of the U.S. behind us as well with the likes of, with the likes of uh, your jungle radio. 
Absolutely, absolutely. Right. But, Rob, don't, don't listen. Take my advice. Don't put the two-way radio on. I was only joking around because yeah. you're going you're gonna to have jackasses like me just like calling you up and like you're going to be trying to sleep and you're going to hear, stroke, stroke, stroke. Uh-huh. And <laughs> yeah, I won't listen. I'll have to <laughs> <laughs> no, We won't have two-way, but we will have satellite communication you know, for, for certain broadcasts and things like that along the way. That's fantastic. Awesome. I, no, I love the marriage of, of technology with just sheer determination um, with a tremendous feat. And, and I envy you in so many ways to do such an amazing, amazing just expedition slash adventure journey um, to, to be able to accomplish something like that is fantastic, especially in the name of something as wonderful as conservation, education, and awareness, which is, you know, of course, very, very important and, and what you're out to do. Brom, thank you for doing this stuff. Thank you for putting your life out on the line to give people's attention to these very important matters which need to be addressed and what fantastic fashion in, in the way that you do it. Uh, it's, you know, for me, I was asked uh, in, in, a, in a speech I gave recently in, in, in Vegas, actually, and they asked me the question, you know, I speak about the power of dreams, guys, and, you know, not the dreams in the night, the dreams in the day. What is your ultimate? What, where do you want to end up in your life and with your life? And what is the legacy you're going to leave? You know, people speak so easily about success. And when I think of success, most of us, and I'm generalizing, we think of private education, fancy cars, beautiful homes, early retirement, lots of holidays, and nothing wrong with that. In fact, that's fantastic. But I always say, are you significant? Because you're either an asset in the natural world of Africa, the natural world indeed of anywhere, you're either an asset, and if you're not an asset, you're a liability. And at high time, us humans took that concept and said, hang on, what can I do differently? What kind of asset can I be? So for me, my dream, my ultimate dream, is for certainly for myself, is to be an asset the best I can to the planet and to hopefully get as many other people to actually make that paradigm shift and ask, Maybe not so much how, how much can I take as quickly as possible, but what is it I have to give? What is it I have to put back? There's an incredible definition uh, on the word hell. Hell is arriving at the end of your life and meeting the person you could have been. And then it's too late. So I'm trying to do everything I can before uh, I kick the bucket, as they say. <laughs> Well, you're doing it and you're doing it well and and you're inspiring us so much. You're inspiring so many of our listeners. You're inspiring me and Andy. You have, you've made such an impact and you continue to do so and you're absolutely right. We forget how simple it is that we can all just take some action and if everyone takes just one tiny action, it it echoes in, in huge ways because of how many we are out there, especially how many of us are conscious about the environment and worry about what it is we can do to make it a better place because um, we all have to understand, especially you know those of us with, with, with kids and, and, and with, with future plans, this all is, is coming down to the next 10 years. This is not mm-hmm. you know science fiction 50, 60, 75 years from now where you're going to see acid drain. I mean, this is all stuff that's happening right now and we need to change our ways immediately the point has passed already for us to do this and we need to take action and it doesn't have to be life-changing you don't have to quit your job but it can start in a way that will reverberate in a big big way as bram is teaching us and and showing us with his amazing feats bram thank you so much for coming on and talking to us all about this i really appreciate it and i i just i feel like i i need to go out and i need to go race andy let's go let's go race the boats in the pond okay okay no you're spot on guys um 
tying up for me, I mean, you said it, we are living literally, and I say this to so much of the youth, in the most exciting times of human habitation on earth. And you hit the nail on the head, Andy and Danny. Next five years is the turning point. Either it's going to be horrific and tragic because we're apathetic and we don't want to do anything or we feel overwhelmed. I call it emotional impotence. Or we get off our butt and we, we become part of the solution. And if we're not part of the solution, we're part of the problem. So, yeah, the next five years are either going to be horrendous in terms of the tipping point for our planet, but I believe, and I really do believe this, they're going to be the most exciting years because us homo sapiens, the thinking eight, are really in a position more now than ever before to turn the tide on climate change, extinction of species, and start being custodians, which is really what we, we, we're meant to be. Absolutely. Brom, thank you so much. Where can, Brom, where can we find out more? I know your book was phenomenal. Where can we pick up the book and learn more about your adventures and follow you on what is going to be happening over the next year? Because you have a tremendous year ahead of you. Absolutely. Um, possibly my own TV series, a bit hush-hush, but you'll probably <laughs> see that on Animal Planet. Uh, my book is The Great Run. You can get that. Uh, you can get on Kindle, whatever, through Amazon. Um, that's reaching me. Facebook is always good. I'm on Twitter, um, at Bram Malherba. And you can spell that for your listeners if you don't mind. Instagram, and then obviously my, my website, www.bramalherba.com. There you go. We will definitely link it up on Facebook for all of our listeners to follow as well as on Twitter. And um, you must go get the book. Look out for Brom. Look out for the amazing things that are going to be happening. He will be on TV here in the States very soon in these next week. I think next week or two, we'll definitely let our listeners know when that's going to happen. And um, I look forward to, to seeing you on TV, Brom. And, and good luck next year. I, I, we'll have to catch up with you before you actually leave on, on the race and, and get going. But I would love to speak with you and, and uh, with Pete and everyone about what's going to go down when it does. That'll be absolutely awesome. Thanks for your support, and thanks for putting out a great show. Thanks, Brian. Thank Take you. care of yourself, and good luck, my brother. You too. Cheers, guys. Take Bye-bye. care, buddy. This is Dominic Monahan, and you're listening to Urban Jungle Radio. Urban Jungle Radio. Urban Jungle Radio. Urban, urban Jungle, Jungle Radio. This is Dominic Monaghan, and you're listening to Urban Jungle Radio. Thanks for that, Dominic. I want to go like on like a wildlife expedition with Brahm and the Antwerp. Ooh. It's got to start with Brahm and end with the Antwerp. No, I want all of them at once. No, I, I think that's just you that's, make that's too intense, man. That's too much. I think that's... For me personally, you see, I think that, that like Yolandia Ninja could chill like in the the background, and then see, I don't see like, them chilling in the, in the background. You see, I see them chilling. I see them chilling, and then like I see like when it comes time, like okay, let's let's let's, let's go look at like baby rhinos and be like, yeah, motherfucker rhinos, yeah. All, then, all I can like, see is Ninja running up to the rhino, or at least <laughs> attempting to, in his Pink Floyd, Dark Side of the uh, what is it, Dark Side of the Moon uh, boxers, and just trying to to touch it. I mean. <laughs> Brom Alharbai, everybody. I, I love Brom. He's he's really great. He he's he's one of these guys, man. Just like it's amazing. Like he does. He talks the talk. He does. And he, he walks the walk. He does, but he he also does these things that 
most people get to do one of in a lifetime, and he does them like every other year. So like he's like one of these just unbelievable human beings that is just not stopped. If you follow his adventures mm-hmm. um, down to the South Pole, it was absurd what the conditions that he had to go through. And I can't even imagine them having to do this trip now from Cape Town to what was it Rio de Janeiro from to Rio. Yeah, from Cape Town to Rio. And, uh, oh my God. That's like so sharky and like wavy wavy. and typhoony. That's why the perfect storm took place. No, perfect. Shut up. Just let me roll with it. Let me build the ominous. You're right. You're right. Ominous and scary. I I wanted to almost ask him if he was going to have a a, a volleyball with him. The name is Wilson. You know, I'm curious how you're going to do the, the vegan thing out there. I, de- I guess it's like dehydrated stuff. has to be. Yeah, because that's what he did when he did the uh, the whole Antarctic thing. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm assuming it's like dehydrated stuff and uh, and then they just hydrate and eat and go. And it's hardcore. That's like really hardcore, man. And more power to them to do it. But honestly, I don't think that it's like, honestly, well, I don't want to get into those, but I, I don't think that there's any advantage over meat eating versus being vegan so I think that if it's done right yeah 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 if it's done right it's well balanced I don't think it'd be an issue so kudos to them man I I hope to catch up with them we gotta catch up with them beforehand and then maybe afterwards as well and and see how it all goes and and make sure you look out for Bram over on um here locally I should say and on YCTV and um Sounds like he's going to be on, what was it, Animal Planet, did he say? Or Discovery? Yeah, potentially Animal Planet. Animal Planet, potentially Animal Planet, so look out for that. I would like to see somebody like Brom on Animal Planet. And he's going to be on a show called uh, Tapping In with Linda Swain. Mm-hmm. I think that's how it was pronounced. So Yeah, it's good. A dude will bring some legitimacy to uh, some of these TV shows out there because uh, they need it. And it's good. Yep. It's good they're bringing you know, publicity to the rhinos, the baby rhinos. I want to go play with baby rhinos. Oh my god! I want to. I want to just. I want to play with roll. a baby rhino and a baby elephant. Just roll around with both of them, and I, it would be at the same time. Or it would be separate? totally worth getting a leg broken. At the same time, or yeah. separate? Same time. Same time. It's got to be the same time. Mm. The cuteness overload. I think I want one on one. You think one? I, I'm, I'm, I'm a, greedy, a focus. I'm like a greedy focus. guy, so. Yeah, I like to focus on one and like do it right. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, um, it's pretty dreamy. I, I I thought of that, you know, that and like orangs. Like, have you ever seen those those places where they do orangutan? Oh, orangutan, yeah, yeah. yeah. They do orangutan research and um, or not research, or they they do orphan. Fucking, why can I not think? It's that time of night. Um, if we're gonna do orphan. We're gonna do refuges. Thank if you. If they're gonna do stuff <laughs> like that, I'd rather do a sloth one. A sloth one, really? Yeah. You know, I had the opportunity and passed it up. On the sloth thing, I know it's silly. You're a loser. Right? I wanted a wild. I wanted a wild out. I wanted to just. It was like that. It was that or go like an unmanicured place where you could just make your blaze your own trail through the rainforest. And I chose the latter, which was worth it because I got to see some pretty amazing stuff. Okay, all right, that's a fair trade off, I think. Yeah, and, and for for the sake of time, those were the options. But whatever, man, it is what it is. And um, you know, kudos, more power to Brahma. I can't wait to see yes. what he does. And he's a dude's inspirational. So just do. I love that message. Just do one thing. Mm-hmm. Do one thing. One little thing. Shut off the tap when you're shaving. Or brushing your teeth. Yeah, I, I kind of, depending on my mood, I'll do most of that stuff in the shower. Yeah, I usually do. This it way, shower, it's yeah. you know one less thing to worry about. You're, you're using the same amount of water. You're not using extra water when you shave or when you brush your teeth in the shower. So. And the toothbrush can be helpful. 
That's why you have two toothbrushes. <laughs> Speaking of inappropriate toothbrush placement, Crockfest, ladies and gentlemen, was a phenomenal event that took place last weekend uh, in the Palm Bay area of Florida. And we were lucky enough to attend it along with the amazingly beautiful, gorgeous, and I am completely unbiased, Emma Locke. <laughs> um, who came all the way from the UK to join us for the event, which is just pretty damn awesome. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, we got to go down there and represent for Urban Jungles Radio. And it was pretty fantastic. It was a good time, and it was nice to see a lot of familiar faces as well as many new faces mm-hmm. as well. Um, of course, going to Sean's itself is always a treat. Um, heading over to Sean and getting to hang out at Croc Banner and see his mm-hmm. animals firsthand. Goddamn best animals around. Always so inspirational to see that motherfucker yep. just calling his crocs up one by one and, and just like they're, having they're, them better trained than most people's dogs. I, I was just about to say that, man. It's incredible. Like He has different calls, different yeah. ways of treating each croc, each one. I love that's a wonderful example of how we overlook stuff, you know, because you see alligators and stuff, and you don't think of them as being smart. You don't. Most like, people don't. And you, no. don't, and you see them in those settings like in the gator land and mm-hmm. shit where there's just like 50 of them in a pen, mm-hmm. and they're all like kind of cattle and doing – and there's no individuality. You don't see that. But you take one of them, pull them aside, give them stimuli, man, teach them things. Like they're incredibly receptive. Anything that is food motivated is usually receptive to mm-hmm. training like that. And when you do it and you do it right – you get fantastic results, as Sean has showed us with his collection over mm-hmm. at the mm-hmm. Animals on Croc Manor. And, uh, yeah, he does, man. He'll have, like, three crocs or gators um, in, in a pond, and he will individually call them up at different times to different places, and yep. they respond accordingly, which is just unbelievable to see. And, and like I said, just also so inspirational to see him do that and see him be able to conduct that appropriately. Um, so, of course, all the attendees were treated to that. They got to see... Um, the animals firsthand. Sean went around. I missed the lecture. I couldn't get it. It was too jammed. But you got to go on it, Andy. Yep. Where um, Sean went around and did a feedings and talked a little bit about the animals and mm-hmm. the training and the collection. And um, it was pretty damn fantastic. Always, yeah. always. It's I'm I'm never been disappointed when we go to Sean. I mean, last year he had a, a bit of a a weather related issue. So uh, you know, this year, lucky enough, we um, there was no rain. Amazingly, in Florida when we were down there. Hey, and, just uh, before we got there, it was uh, <clears throat> it was nice and chill, and um, it was nice. It was good. I got to see a little bit more than we got to see last time. We did. We saw a lot yeah. more because it was more open, and um, it was really it was genuinely nice to see some people there that we had seen not since last year, or you know, even some of our local guys like like seeing like John and Thomas from here mm-hmm. from New York. Oh yeah, they're up. they're right across the river, literally right mm-hmm. across the river, and we don't see them. Yeah, unfortunately. And, uh, but it was nice to see them there. And uh, it was good to see all over Florida people. Lewis, who I'm representing for tonight, wearing his uh, Acara t shirts. Um, Lewis is a Caraballo, which is always great to see. He was awesome enough to bring Leonidas, his eagle owl. Yep, Eurasian eagle owl. And uh, that was pretty fantastic. Oh experience. my God, that was, such, that was so we cool. We to play man. with that. That was a really amazing highlight to get to play with the eagle owl over there. And mm-hmm. uh, we flew Leo, and <laughs> reluctantly, but. um. Probably flew him, mm-hmm. and uh, we got to play with him and hold him, which was really nice. And Andy, was that your first experience that holding was my a first, big? First experience with the Inuglawa, yeah. Pretty damn impressive bird, huh? And it was a baby too. It was only four months. Yeah, dude. Yeah. I've seen full-grown ones, not not handled one, but I've seen them at like um, a raptor show that I attended uh, a couple times, 
and just the, the, the size of their talons is just huge, huge. Like, you don't realize how big they actually are until they're, like, within a couple, you know, feet of you. The cool thing I don't want you to take for granted in this situation is, Andy, is that that bird is a one-in-a-million bird. Um, Lewis subscribes to a very new form of keeper. Um, Allah, he's inspired and is mentored by a gentleman in Europe by the name of Simon Rouse, mm-hmm. um, who many of our followers are familiar with because we post his pictures. Yep. They're pretty damn amazing. And Simon lives of the creed where he literally lives with his animals in his home. In his home. They're, they're his family members. Mm-hmm. And uh, Lewis has done a similar thing with his owl, Leo, which we met. Leo lives at his house with mm-hmm. his family's kids, and he does educational shows. That is a really, really well-socialized bird. I mean, the fact that anybody can pretty much pick him up and oh carry God, him yeah. does so much. And uh, it was a fantastic opportunity, such a rare opportunity. I'm so glad we got it. We did get to film it. Yep. Um, we, we will put out a video shortly showing some of the highlights, including the flying of the owl. But that was pretty neat. And, of course, you know, getting to see the animals, getting to see the people. Mm-hmm. Um, Tom Crutchfield to showed up and Patty showed up, which is really great. And It's always great seeing them. Yeah, it's wonderful. It's fresh, out of, fresh out of the jungle. Yep. And um, and it was it was a good event during the day, and we got our grub on and hung out. Everybody socialized and played with animals, and it was a good time to be had by all. And then it got darker, and the auction began, <laughs> and that's when things went wrong. No, the auction was good. Or really, really right. It was relatively mild. The auction. Yeah. I was I was cautioned right as soon as I got there. I was told I was not to get Sean too intoxicated. Um, because he was, yeah, I was blasphemy. I was told that so I, I want that to go on record, people. By the way, I was told that I was not to get Sean intoxicated because um, he had a long flight and like professionalness to do and the next day oh, to Africa. But who cares? It was to Africa. It was like a twenty-hour flight. Motherfucker, he, he could have slept it off. That was fine. Or hair of the dog that bit him. Either way, he could have taken it like a man and just gone. But no, I got yelled at, so I couldn't get him drunk. But of course, we still managed to get him drunk. And uh, the auction simmered on and mm-hmm. got really good and raised a shitload of money. From what I understand, new records were broken. I don't have any official numbers yet, but Sean confirmed with me just earlier today, in fact, that um, some new records were possibly broken. So I'll give you more on that. But it was a huge success. And there were some big heavy hitter items in there, man. There were trips to Ghana. Three trips. Trips to Costa Rica. Trips to the Ivory Coast. What was the other? It was the Ivory Coast. Was the other one? Mm-hmm. Um, the just tremendous trips. And of course, Ashley got like most of them because she's a she gator had, boy. Uh, yeah, two of them, I think. Because she's a gator boy. Because Ashley's got that gator boy pull. And gator boy money. She got the gator boy money. She's like, bam! I'm gonna wrestle gators and go around the world. Holla. And uh yeah, shouts to Ashley. I like Ashley. And uh yeah, she, she's alright. Yeah, she's awesome. And uh her and her her big gargantuan boyfriend Chris and uh they're cool people. <laughs> and Chris wasn't there but but Ashley was there to, to win everything and um I think so I, I think that. it was a good thing because otherwise Ashley may not have uh won a couple of those. That's true, that's true. So uh that was good. That was definitely a major highlight. There's a lot of good items, man. You got some good stuff. Man, you got the raping of <laughs> you got a rape right on your very first, on the first bid. One. Oh my god, why don't you tell us what happened on your very first bid? <laughs> well, 
was it? A, a box of chocolates and, and uh, lollipops. <laughs> like Forrest Gump. <laughs> yeah. They were homemade by uh, uh, one of the uh, attendees. I want to say Elizabeth, Emily May Maple, I think it was. I think she made them. I don't know if it was her or not. But... Well, I thought it was. Anyway. Um, so, the, you know, the auction went on for that one item, and uh, I won it. And uh, Oh, you won it. So uh, there's about six, five or six bags of different uh, candies and chocolates. So won it, and uh, Sean decided to distribute it to everyone else except me. <laughs> so pretty so much you're everybody, welcome. everybody at the auction, he just started throwing the bags around the crowd, and everybody at the auction had you're it. You're welcome. It was pretty fantastic. And, uh, yeah, it was a good time, man. It was good. It was, it was, it was a lot of fun. And, um, of course, the grand finale of the evening. Mm-hmm. Um which was influenced entirely by Urban Jungle's radio. What? <laughs> That's no. right. We will say it, damn it. No. I brought extra skivvies and everything. Yes, you um, did. We did the lake Thank jump. Thank you, Joe Exotic, for them. Thank you, Joe Exotic. We did the lake jump, and I didn't want to do it alone this year, so, of course, my trusty wingman, Andy, was there. And, uh, of course, not to be outdone, our Canadian jungle junkies, Rob and Mike, mm-hmm. decided to jump into the action. And uh, one of them BYO'd a suit, which was the Borat special, which was goddamn hilarious. It was great. And uh, I supplied... Maybe jealous, man. It, it really was. It was jealous. a really good one. We were all supposed to rock those initially, but they didn't come through. Ah, um, next year. Yeah, next year for sure. And uh, so we, we busted out our Joe Exotic underwear and distributed, distributed them accordingly. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, Mike and even Sean Rock, the Blue Leopard, the fabulous yep. Blue Leopard. <laughs> yes, he High pants. He uh, rocked uh, them, all right. He rocked them, and uh, yeah, and it was disturbing on many levels. Yeah. Even I will say. Yes. And uh, <laughs> and, uh, and uh, our boy Mike wore the uh, Tarzan uh, Tarzan uh, thong with flaps. <laughs> Those flaps, holy shit, those flaps great. are great. I, I don't know if you saw it, but uh, after we jumped into the water, came out, took our, got our pictures taken, everyone was taking video, we uh, come back to the tables to kind of dry ourselves off as best we can, and uh, one of Sean's boys came over with a pair of scissors and cut Mike. No, um, I didn't see that. Oh, my God. So Mike's standing there just holding it in place as best he can. <laughs> I didn't see it. They cut his man thong. That's yeah. great. Holy shit, that's fantastic. It was what a night, hilarious. Yeah, that's pretty much how the night ended. It was a cold, yeah. jump into the cold lake, which is very refreshing, I must say, by the end of the night, because mm-hmm. it was pretty warm. Yeah. But, it, it was um, fine. You know, st- just standing there in our skivvies was fine. Getting pictures taken was fine. And then, you know, came the time for the jump, and we jump in, and the water wasn't that bad. It really wasn't. And then you come out, and you're like, oh, it's brisk. Oh, it's cool. It's brisk. And, and of course, that's when all the cameras like, I don't care. I rocked it. I'm not afraid. I'm proud of my crotch. It was red and shiny, my friend. I'm proud of my shiny. It showed in the dark like like justice. <laughs> I've never heard I've never heard anyone describe themselves like that, but that's spot on. My that crotch is spot on. Through the dark of the night, my crotch shines like justice to bring crocodile conservation efforts to light, goddammit. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Cause it's Urban Jungles Radio. This is a journey into sound. Marty Stauffer, and, I'm and you're listening to Urban Jungles Radio with Danny and Andy. Those motherfuckers 
think they know every fucking thing there is to know. Urban Jungles Radio. Urban 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 Jungles Radio. 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 Urban And you're listening to Urban Jungles Radio. Urban Jungles Radio. Those motherfuckers think they know every fucking thing there is to know. We gotta get Marty back, man. We, I wonder if Marty can come back for maybe for um Jungle Bells. That would be nice. Yeah, maybe we should have Marty back for Jungle Bells. So yeah, we only back. have one more show, man. One more show, man. One more show. I think that's it. I think we might just do one show. I'm not sure. Well, the uh, the next. Uh, after the next Friday, the following two are New Year's Day and Christmas Day. Yeah. So we're going to be out for two weeks. Yeah, buddy. Uh, all right, we'll give you some good shows. Yeah, buddy. I got shows. You want shows? I got shows. I got shows. Forget about it. I got shows. You want shows? I got shows. You want some shows? What kind of shows you want? I got some shows. I got all kinds of shows. I got good, good shows. Good shows, great I, shows, I got, badass shows. I got bad shows. I got good shows. I got canceled shiny shows. Shiny shows. Super shiny shows. I got floppy shows. <laughs> If you find uh, better shows elsewhere, listen to them. <laughs> Channeling your inner cheats. Always, man. <laughs> Have we forgotten anything? Um, no. Dude, we're going to go. Oh, shit. By the time oh, our, our next show comes out, we're going to go see Star Wars. <gasps> so check it. Right, so I'm, I, I have to discuss this with you, so I might as well do it now on the air yep. with everybody because yep. I'm sure everybody wants to listen. And you know what? Hell if they don't. No, fuck them. It's all about us. It's right Star now. Wars right now. We're talking about us. It's about us. Screw you. Screw you. I'm going home. No, Screw um, you guys. I'm going home. So listen, um, we're going to go watch Star Wars on Thursday night for yes, a nighttime showing the day before the premiere, actually, right? Yeah, the, the midnight screening. Yeah, the midnight screening. And um, so we have a plan. We have to execute immediately. Mm-hmm. Right? We're going to do that? Absolutely. Okay, we're going to rock that. So we're going to rock it. And uh, so here's what I'm thinking we do, right? We um we take a camera with us to the on the drive there. I, I was going to say, I don't think they're going to let us in the theater. No, no, no. I don't want to go into the theater. I don't want to be okay, like right. subject to fucking whatever, getting arrested for something stupid. I feel no, like no, 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 no. It's going to be for good drugs. We're going to get arrested for other <laughs> reasons. But. No, listen. Um, so, so here's the thing. We'll film in the car, right? Okay. Let's go... Um. We'll 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 film our drive there, and we'll talk about our expectations, worries, loves, all that good stuff. Okay. Then we will get down, <clears throat> do our thing, rock it as we're gonna rock it. We'll film that to the best of our ability. Mm-hmm. I think you and I will each carry a GoPro. Okay. And uh, we'll do that, and then I'm thinking we watch the movie. Yeah. Cry. We exit the movie. We do not say a word to one another. No speaking. But we have to wait. <clears throat> I'm going to take it in the vein of the Marvel Cinematic Universe right now and wait. To the end? To the end. Okay. I don't think J.J. Abrams is going to do anything like that. Okay. But uh, I, will, I, will, I will take the risk. And, okay. and it's worth the risk of With an extra 15 that. minutes at the yeah. end. Okay. So we, we watch that, but we can't talk. Mm, no. All right. We don't talk Mm-mm. at the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. We leave. We don't talk. <clears throat> we get in the car. We turn on the power button and we talk. Okay. We save everything. Okay. But we gotta like legit do that, mm-hmm. right? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. We'll legit do that. 
we'll and then and then we'll we'll take the ride back or we'll stop and get a coffee or something and and discuss it and uh and give our view of the force awakened. Yeah. Oh my God! Look at you, so awesome! I can't wait. Yeah. We just need the, we just need Plan A to come to fruition. Oh, I just marked my nose. Oh, <laughs> it's gonna be fantastic! I can't wait. Okay, we gotta do Plan A. Plan A is gonna be awesome. Yeah. If if Plan oh. A comes to fruition, it's gonna be. Oh, dude! I can't wait. We gotta come early. We take pictures, and we'll be like, oh, like, oh, it's gonna be awesome. Yeah, we're gonna have to arrive early. Yeah. Arrive early. We arrive early, and then I wanna I wanna get um I wanna download the the um what you call it Imperial Walk. No or? no no no. I was thinking of the 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 Cantina song. Dun, 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 dun. Okay. Rock that. Dun, 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 dun. On loop. So wait, 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 I like that. Can we can we talk? Should we talk details? We could talk details. What we're gonna I, do? No, right? I, I like that idea. No, I don't want to talk details only because you don't want to say now what we're gonna do. No, no. They're not gonna see it until they. It doesn't. It doesn't do you want to surprise everybody for yeah, that day? It doesn't matter because it may not. I hate to say it, it may not come to fruition because we have less than a week to get this together. Come on, man. Who are we, bro? I get Who it. are we, man? I, I get it. I get it. But we're what a week, two weeks away from. Am I the meanest? You are the meanest. Am I the prettiest? Show up. <laughs> Am I the baddest low-down mofo around town? Show up. Then I'm going to come through. All right. No, we got to do this. Okay. Right. No, we're going to do this, but we're going to go, th- go through it like legit. And, and like, those two things we got to get, and we do that, and we go through this, and we record it, and we share it with the fam. Because you know what, man? 2016, I say we bust the fuck out. Like, 2016, that's the year. 2016. Yeah, yeah. 2016, you're confusing me. Um, we're we're going to just, we break the, we, well, not that we've ever been in the mold, but we'll continue to break the mold. And I think, you know what, man? We're, we're we, going to evolve. We're going to evolve. We like shit. And we're going to share shit with you. And you're going to have to deal with it. Yeah, we, we like Star Wars, yeah. and, and you're, you're going to have to deal with Star Wars on Urban Jungles Radio. Yep. You know what? It doesn't happen every goddamn year. Well, not nope. right for now. But uh-huh. whatever it is, this is like a huge event, yep. and, and, and yep. it's, it's unprecedented. And therefore, I feel the need to share it with all of you. And you are going to deal with shit like that. Yep. Occasionally, this is Urban Jungles Radio, and we talk conservation and all that yep. goodness. But occasionally... We're gonna get down for Star Wars, right? Mm-hmm. Right. We're gonna get down. We're gonna get down for 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 Captain America, for Civil War, right? Oh my god! Because you know that's like, like we're gonna do this shit, yep. right? So whatever, man. We're gonna rock it, and 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 it's gonna be awesome. And you're gonna come along for the ride, and you're gonna love it, and yes. you're gonna love it well. You're gonna love it deeply. <laughs> you're gonna love it like a scruffy nerf herder. This concludes another episode of the world-famous Urban Jungles Radio Show. We'd like to thank our sponsors, and most importantly, you, our jungle junkies, for tuning in this evening and supporting us in all that we do. Don't forget to tune in next Friday night for another live episode. And if you miss any of our shows, be sure to download them on iTunes for free. Be sure to like Urban Jungles Radio on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Radio. I want to cut your gut open and pull out some stones. Urban Jungles Radio. My kidney stones. Danny, did I forget anything? Yeah. <laughs> my kidney stones. <laughs> oh my god, we really have 
gone off the beaten path, but I'm sure you'll love it anyway. This is uh, it's still Urban Jungles Radio, believe it or not. <laughs> um, you are still tuned into the marvelous, world famous, award winning, groundbreaking Urban Jungles Radio coming to you streaming live off of those interwebs we all Glorious love interwebs. and abuse so much. Um, it's been a good one. Thank you guys for listening. We will join you next week and coming up soon we will have Jungle Bells, our sixth anniversary special. Mm-hmm. Um, special thanks to Brahm Malherbe for joining us and uh, thank you guys for hanging in with us and listening to all of our ridiculousness. Yes. Thank you everyone. And, um, and thank you. And thank you. Thank you Andy. Thank you, Danny. And thank you. Oh, and thank you, Amalak, for being awesome. And he's got nothing. He's got nothing. Look at him.